Hey everybody, welcome back to The Loop. This week, my goal is to really help you know Jesus a little better. In fact, I'm hoping that you see a side of Jesus that you've never seen before. You see, I think a lot of people in this world think that they have a problem with Christianity, but in all actuality, their problem is with a twisted, corrupted version of Christianity. When you see Jesus for who he really was, you can't help but love him. There's something inside of you that wants to follow him and even be like him. In fact, let me give you a really good example. In Mark chapter 2, Jesus is getting questioned about why he and his team won't participate in the spiritual practice of fasting. In essence, I think the religious people who are questioning Jesus are saying, if we can't eat, you guys shouldn't be allowed to eat. They may even be thinking to themselves, if we have to be miserable, we want everyone else to be miserable too. So let me ask you, have you ever been in a church like that? Have you ever been around Christian people who appear to be miserable and they want everyone else to be miserable too? Have you been around Christian people who acted as though it was a sin to smile or maybe laugh in church? Or maybe you grew up in a church like I did, where people were always telling you as a child, no running in church. <laughs> as the pastor of Mosaic, I encourage parents to let their kids run in church because I believe that God isn't boring and church shouldn't be boring either. In fact, that's basically what Jesus says in response to these religious people who are criticizing him. Now, Jesus saw value in fasting. In fact, at one point, he fasted for 40 days. But here, Jesus says, how can the guests of the bridegroom fast while he is with them? Now, let me explain to you what Jesus is saying. R. Kent Hughes once wrote this about this very passage. He said, after an ancient Jewish wedding, the couple did not honeymoon, but they stayed at home for a week of open house in which there was continual feasting and celebration. For the hardworking, this was traditionally considered to be the happiest week in their lives. I want you to understand what Jesus is teaching. He wants people to know that when you are in his presence, it is not a time to fast and be somber. It is a time to celebrate and to be full of joy. In fact, Jesus would want these moments to be some of the happiest moments of your life. And so today, I want to encourage every follower of Jesus to think about your attitude. Think about your happiness and your joy. Let me ask you, is there happiness and joy in your life? And is it evident to everyone else? If not, take that sour, scowling look off of your face and replace it with a smile. And if you're not a follower of Jesus, my hope for you is that today you understand Jesus a little better so that you could live like him a little more.